How's it going, everyone? This is Precisely Podcast, a podcast about beer and video games. I'm your host, Bo, and with me, as always, we got Killstreak Chase and Tony. What's up, everyone? <laughs> and also with us this week, of course, we have Kelly. Hey. <laughs> I get no shout-outs, no wow. special names. I didn't I didn't think next week I'll think All right, something. Great. How about uh, vacuum-sucking... No, that was no, bad no. start, bro. Right. <laughs> no. Well, Luigi's Mansion. Yeah, but no. it shouldn't have sucking it. No. Uh, that's Ghosts. a tough I, word to make sound good. I am All not right. a Dyson. I am not a shark. I am none of those. We just got a Dyson for Christmas, and I got to say, it's the best vacuum ever. Hashtag sponsored. Not yeah, sponsored. For it. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's amazing. Highly recommend it. And it's so small. It's It's weird how much it actually does suck in a good way <laughs> <laughs> either way uh good news everyone all of our listeners all five of you um we i did get an email saying that uh sega saturn controllers have shipped so we are about to do a drawing for that uh do we want to talk about beer first while i get that set up and then uh we can go live and do all the shenanigans. Yeah, you might do. as well go live now and all right. while Tony's talking about beer and stuff and I'll get my laptop and it'll be fun. Bear with us, everyone. Someone will try to be talking the whole time. Alright, precisely squad. <laughs> Today we got <laughs> cheesy, right? Today we got <laughs> the bonus stage IPA from Otter Creek. Oh, and shit. um <laughs> Things are going well. That's fine. Really well. It's a nice hoppy New England style IPA. Uh, it's uh, Otter Creek says you know in this beer is everything that they've learned about dry hopping. And um, tastes like it. They say crack open and let your taste buds conquer the layers of citrus and tropical fruit flavors derived from late editions of Galaxy Citra and Simcoe hops. And uh, I mean, I think it's super citrusy. Can we talk about the can? Yeah, the can is uh, Space Invaders. Yes, it is. It it's very uh, gamery. So it's space show in- to the people. It's Space Invaders, but with hops as the invaders, the aliens. Uh, really cool, mm. really retro, gamer like. Uh, yeah, I'm excited to try it. Yeah, you will uh, be able to see this right now. I am live on Instagram showing <laughs> Bo's face as he drinks that beer. And Tony, as he looks longingly. Longingly at the beer. So, yeah, we're about to go live. Uh, got a bunch of submissions. There was, you could have up to six submissions because we've been doing this giveaway for a while. But like I said, the controllers just shipped. I should be getting them tomorrow, Saturday, when this podcast does come out. All right, well, let's hear it. Who's the winner? Well, let's oh, get down to you, brass you, tacks. You cannot All rush right. this. I'm about to spin. I'm about to spin. All right, we got. Uh, you ready? Yeah, we got Matt's video game corner here with us right now, watching what up, the Matt? spin. Oh, nice. What up, Matt? So, Big M dog. Big M. There's all your names. He's, uh, and all. he's been sketching some Totoro uh, sketches for mm. me for a new T-shirt. I do love that. All right, so the wheel is slowly going. We got V Pixels. We got Matt. We got Gamebo. We got Random. We got Matt. We got Matt. We got Gamebo. We got Nintendo Rose coming up. Oh, Nintendo oh, Rose. Nintendo oh, Rose. Oh, 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 
Nintendo Rose 91, you won a Sega Saturn controller. Congratulations, girl. I will DM you after this podcast. Congrats on the win. Now you will need a Sega Saturn, which Woo-hoo. will be the most expensive thing you've ever collected for. Yeah. Good so luck. good luck with that. <laughs> you might just want to keep this controller in a box. Which, by the way, you know, these controllers... When I bought them, they were only nineteen ninety nine, which I thought was a steal. And I've seen a few already sell on eBay, uh, like the pre order sell for forty five bucks. So if all you want to do is sell it back, you know, do it, make some money so you can fund more game collecting, because that's what I do. So yeah, let's get to the podcast. Cool. All right. Thanks everybody. Live Who, uh, out. Turned into the live. We're gonna do this thing I'll take up. Take a picture of this. Later. Cool, cool. All right. So we're right back. on. So giveaway was a success, and someone's getting a sweet old uh, Sega Saturn limited controller. Yeah, for breast cancer awareness. Which yeah, is I like really that. Nice. I saw the somebody got theirs. I saw on Instagram already, and I saw the box and and the like, like ribbon on it, and everything looks good. Nice. Yeah, so. I uh, just contacted uh, two guys, store and more or whatever. They uh, won a Sega Saturn controller from me through OG Retro's uh, raffle giveaway thing uh, for that breast cancer awareness that we were able to raise $15,000 for breast cancer awareness like a few months ago. And I just contacted them for the first time being like, hey, just so you know, it's finally shipping to me. So give me your address. And they're like, oh, I thought you totally forgot about it. I was like, nope, just waiting on limited run because they take forever. So I didn't want to be like, hey, need your address now, but actually two months from now. So they're excited to get theirs too. Um, I'm excited to get my other ones that I ordered for myself because I've lately been getting into Sega Saturn games. And uh, yeah, really enjoying that. Rock on. Cool. Let's get to the podcast. Let's get to it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to go into well, it. Well, I mean, so we were supposed to have a, a special guest uh, this week, and he bailed on us, thinking uh, it was yeah. next week. We, Yeah, we, we had some scheduling conflicts. It's so that's good. fine. Oh, um, good. We'll get him in. I wanted to mention some things on the, from the last podcast. I got my tattoo. And I ventured I away it. from Nintendo. I got my Katamari prints with my Katamari ball. Uh, Matt's video game corner actually drew this guy up for me. And then my tattoo artist, uh, Chad Glazer, tatted it on me. And it probably took like an hour and a half to get the design in the right area and like contort the prints up there with the ball down there. But then tattooing itself like took seven minutes. So he's like, I'm not even going to charge you for this. He's like, I'll just charge you once I color it in. I was like, that's fine by me. That color's going to look nice on it. Get yeah. like really bright, I, vibrant colors I right there. I think I'm going with like the whole rainbow mm-hmm. pattern that the Katamari ball was colored in. At. Yeah, like the purple, green, yellow, yeah, yeah. orange thing that they usually have. It's pretty cool. It's going to be a lot. So Mario's sweating not only because he's holding up a Game Boy, but because a Katamari ball is about to roll his ass up. He's about to be a star. <laughs> um, on top of that, that whole PSP thing that I ordered is definitely a fake show. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. Never would have guessed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I contacted I told him you so. after the podcast, and I was like, hey, uh, is this a real, I forget the name of the PSP, but I was like, is this the real one? And he's like, well, probably not. The person that I bought the shells from had a bunch of these shells. I was like, uh. So you mean definitely not? Definitely not. Yeah, yeah. Mm, the Ukrainians, they got you again. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> I really actually haven't contacted him back because I, I, it was just like sort of like my heart dropped. I was like, fuck. But it's heavily modded with a bunch of games on it, a bunch of emulators on it. Probably not worth the $200 price tag, even heavily modded. But, uh, that's you know, cool, well, I might contact them once I get it. Heavily know? modded PSPs can run, um, depending on what's on it, from a- anywhere low end, like 100, 120 to 200. So, yeah. I mean. So I'm I'm paying for that. It's just, I feel. You can just dupe someone else that doesn't. I'm not duping oh anyone. <laughs> I am not duping anyone. Like, that's why I'm he doesn't also want talking to about to it the on Ukrainian the podcast. Level. Yeah, I'm, I'm talking about it on the podcast. So if for some reason I would be like, hey, I'm selling this. I'm not selling it as a real thing. I'm selling it as a modded PSP with a shell that looks like the real thing. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. either way, yeah, I'm a little butthurt about it. But at you the same time, watch out. I should have realized it. Like, I. I saw his past sales and I saw that he sold one exactly like it. I was like, Hey, did you have two of these? He's like, yeah. Mm. And then I didn't ask any more questions, Mm -hmm. which that was my fault. You know, we all learn things after living life for so long. Caveat and poor. Yeah. It's not like that. uh, After the last recording, uh, I showed you two PSP games that I got. Kelly. Oh, God, yeah. And Kelly opens up the one case for the one game, and she's like, oh, well, there's no game in it. It's Lords of Dogtown. It was a UMD (laughs) movie. It wasn't the game. A skateboarding movie. That's a good movie. I mean, yeah, yeah. but I don't want to watch any movies on PSP. Give it to Tyler, or give it to uh, Ryan. Yeah. Either way, I shipped it back to him, and I got a full refund. But that guy was just like a scam artist. And for some reason, he put two manuals in it like a Final Fantasy Tactics manual, but it was a different JRPG, and I kept that Final Fantasy Tactics manual. <laughs> I was like, well, you're a pain in the butt. I'm doing this now. He probably had no idea. Yeah, I don't think he did. <sighs> you got to be smart. You do. You, you can't be dumb and selling things on eBay. It's just not going to work out for you or anybody else. Yeah. Oh, so uh, with the news, the little news that we do on this podcast, PlayStation, Sony announced that they will not be at E3 on 2020 and 2020 this year. Okay. They weren't there last year, which was very surprising to everyone. But what what do we think about this year, them not being here, especially with a new system coming out? I don't think it's going to hurt them. What, what do they have to lose? They're like, I don't it's them and Xbox, really. Well, yeah. 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 So I think the reason that they stepped back last year is because they have all these other platforms and ways you can reach your audience now. They do, you know, their state of plays. They do like all these, it seems like, like monthly updates on things from PlayStation. Yeah. And I feel like that just announcing things through there is getting enough views. Like Nintendo does their stuff too. 
and and you get all these views and the news gets out there because of social media and you know sharing and the internet and it, I feel like they're just like well we don't need to waste money and go to a- E3 and pay for a spot and physically have our manpower there and pay for the displays and all this stuff you know all this overhead when you could just be in-house and sending out the messages yourself and not pay basically for anything except things you're already doing there yeah and think about uh you know not like this is news that PlayStation's not going to be at E3. How many people are going to look like Google? Why isn't PlayStation going to be at E3? Yeah. You know, any and anyone who cares about PlayStation is already following them on Instagram, probably Facebook, Twitter. You know what I mean? Or they know when their PlayStation stuff is coming out. Yeah, they're always on the PlayStation news. Exactly. That's. I think we're in such an accessible place I that I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised if things like E3 start going smaller or or more virtual because, uh, like for example, like Blizzard does BlizzCon every year, and you know so many people can go out to wherever Anaheim or something, and you know be there, but they sell virtual tickets. So why wouldn't E3 or something like that or PAX start selling virtual tickets? And just have a virtual, you know, show, essentially. Nobody has to show up. They People don't can, have to pay yeah. for a convention center. Like Watch it on their laptop while they play their video games. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's so accessible. And, and essentially have the demos there live where it's like, this hour slot, you know, at E3 Digital, you can play this game, you know. Exactly. The next hour slot, you can play this game. Granted, it would have to be on PC or laptop, probably, unless they can integrate integrate it with you know the consoles that are out right now you know it'd be hard with a ps5 like new games coming out to play those on the ps4 but even if it's just video demos to see yeah i wouldn't be surprised if they do more of uh like say somebody for example somebody streaming a playthrough and you being able to watch it because you've purchased a virtual ticket and you don't necessarily might like if it's a new game like that you might not necessarily get to play it but like if it's something that's in beta already like why wouldn't you get a code to that and be able to play it for you know uh three days or something until the code expires when e3 is done or whatever yeah and honestly i heard e3 is just so expensive to attend as like a company like Sony PlayStation probably costs them like millions of dollars just to like set up there, you know, which a that's a small speck in their monetary values, but it's still a lot of money to show up to have people work the stands, everything, show the games. But I feel like E3, if they do the digital thing, they could probably make more money because think about all the people, all the gamers that can't go to e3 they can't go out of their state you know but could log into their laptop and enjoy the game and that can go enjoy the worldwide the thing. yeah it's exactly. not even limited to the states yeah. you could be streaming to japan you could be streaming from japan i think it will be like that eventually maybe not this year but like 2021 for sure yeah i think uh my dad worked the company he worked for he did a lot of like uh kind of managing and setting things up for trade shows for his company. Now, it's similar in a way to what E3 is. You know, you're showcasing your products, your best products, your new products, et cetera, et cetera. You have people walking around looking to purchase or looking to, like, maybe invest in it or something in a way. And 
you know, he would always go to these fancy like hotels and convention centers and then he'd have to like price point everything. So you're thinking about, yes, they have to have a stand there. Then you have to hire a company to make all of your promotional materials and print it all up. Then you have to have staff there and you have to swap your staff out because you can't have, you know, people working for more than X many hours and they have to take breaks. And then think about if your CEO is coming along or your board of directors or whatever, they have to be lodged on company money. They have to have meals on company money, et cetera. And so it's like all of this is you don't think about it like as a consumer but you have all of this money that's tied up in these big like conventions and things like that where they're showcasing their product when really they could just do it every month like they're doing in like the state of play and stuff like that so the only downfall that i see essentially is that xbox then gets the limelight you know and everything is about xbox then at e3 which might hurt Sony a little bit, but not really if Sony is, you know, releasing their own state of plays during E3, you know, or or showing off games or showing off the actual pictures or videos of the hardware and what it looks like, because that's still all secret to us. You know, like we don't know what it looks like. We know what the the developer kit looks yeah, like. Yeah, we saw that pizza slice dev kit and the pizza warmer. <laughs> that's never I mean, that's not going to be. That looks like a Dyson vacuum, <laughs> honestly, like the head of it. Yeah, it it looks yeah, terrible, I think. But yeah, I don't know what that would do for PlayStation in that regard. Like Xbox will physically have the presence and people who are there will be there for Xbox, you know, and anybody else who's there. But you have the PlayStation fans who are like, okay, well, this is fine, but I'm still going to buy PlayStation things. Yeah. So it's not like they're dipping out of, like, lose. they're not going to lose. I don't think they're going to lose customers. I think they'll still I have, so I think they'll still have those who are loyal to their brand. Um, there are people who definitely are going to stay with PlayStation regardless wherever they go because that's where, you know, most of their friends are. Or that's where their favorite, you know, game is and it's an exclusive or something. You're always going to have the people who are going to gravitate towards PlayStation as long as they keep, you know, having exclusives and having a separate, um, like, network to play on. Which they will. You know, their PlayStation's always going to keep their exclusives and first party games, you know. Granted, I did just hear that Horizon Zero Dawn is coming out to the pc or already is or coming out to xbox here shortly um which to me that's a three-year-old game so might as well because a new one's probably in the makes and is probably coming out to ps5 and they're gonna make it super hype so they want other people to play it so that xbox people buy the new ps5 to play the new horizon because they played the old horizon being like, oh my gosh, this game's great, you know? Just like Xbox did uh, with Ori and the Blind Forest. Like, they allowed it, after a couple years, they allowed it to be on the Switch. And I played it. And that literally, it was my favorite game that I played in 2019. It was better than Luigi's Mansion 3 for me, you know? But it wasn't a 2019 game in the sense Either way, the new one's coming out in March, I believe, and it's only going to be for Xbox. 
So they put out those feelers on the Switch and they sold a shit ton of copies on the Switch digitally too because it was never a physical game. I am about to buy a used Xbox in March just so I can play the new Ori. <laughs> I like fair. I shit you not like yeah, that's fair. I was going to do it for the original Ori honestly until I got wind, you know, that it was coming out for the Switch. Well, and they did the same thing with Cuphead. You yes. had Cuphead come out on the Xbox. It had such a following, such a mass like people just loving it or hating it so much that they loved it. Like it was so difficult. And yeah, I agree. It's pretty difficult. But like, and then the Switch comes out and what this game is like three years old, four years old, mm -hmm. and now it's on the Switch and people are probably still buying a ton of copies on the Switch Absolutely. because it's been out. They've played it. They know what it is. It's been advertised. They've watched videos, et cetera, et cetera. And now it's here on the console that they have at home and they can buy it or they bought it on the Xbox and they loved it. So now they want it portable on the Switch. And so they're going to do that. So I... Would not be surprised if we see more of that like cross-platform release, but within a staggered period. Yeah, and I think that's how they have to do it to make it work, to make the numbers work, is let's sell that first-party game for so long. Three years is what it seems like, you know, like two, three years on our own platform, and then let's bring it out just to one other platform. Not all two, you know, the other two. Let's just do one more and uh, see how it sells. And uh, yeah, I, I think every company's able to squeeze that lemon a little more, you know, to get that juice out into their water and make a little bit more money because think about it, it's a digital game. They don't have to do any production. The production's already made. The game's already made. So selling a digital game for 15 bucks, that ain't nothing. Yeah. That ain't nothing. That's just throwing some code to Nintendo being like, hey, here you go. That $15 we're going to take eight of. You can take seven of. Yeah. I feel like that. Like you have those digital games and they're selling well. The other thing we're starting to see is like these games sell well or they have an, a large following already. And then they get a physical release in the way of like super rare games or limited, limited run. run yeah. Something like that. And then people are also they have the digital copy and here they are buying a physical yep. because they just want the physical copy as well because they love that game even or, to keep it sealed right you yeah. know i did that with golf story when it came out i bought it digitally and i loved it so i bought the limited run version at you know did best you buy beat that game no i haven't yet okay i should neither, do that neither have i i, I should I, do that i got up to the old old geezers golf course mm -hmm. and you have to like use like really like antique like golf clubs or something and there was like one or two like main story quest lines that I just like couldn't do for the life of me. And it made me give up on it. Cause I was just, like, I don't know what I'm doing wrong. It's like, you got to hit this within four hits, but the putter just sucks. Like you have to use your putter. And it's like the putter's only hitting the ball so long, you know, like it's at least going to take six hits and I can't do it in four. Yeah. Yeah. I should get back to there's a lot of games that I just pushed to the yeah. side that I really enjoyed and never truly finished and uh that list is so long. I actually want to make a physical list of the games that I've started to play so that I can look back and be like, <laughs> "Oh, that Whoops. is a game I've played and I'm probably very close to the end. Let me pick that up again." Yeah, that would be a smart thing to do. Mm -hmm. I should do that. Right? Oh, 
Yeah. And then like look at the list and then like weep over the fact that I'm like terrible at completing things that I start. Yeah. Well, so I think it's a syndrome with gamers. Like there's just, oh, too it's many not just options. gamers. <laughs> I do it with options. literally everything. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, think about a movie. A movie's two hours long. If game, if all games were two hours long, we'd be completing games all the fucking time. Yeah. That's you know? true. But they're not. So, yeah. It, it's dedication. And then well, the yeah, next new thing finding comes out. The time. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of these games that are coming out are big games. They're 40-hour games. They're open-world games, you know, whatever. Or they have no ending. Or like they're Call, Call of Duty. Duty. <laughs> Tony, I haven't heard you say Call of Duty yet. Oh, we're not at that point. Uh, <laughs> it hasn't come up in the conversation. It just did. Okay, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you have all those, that time, and the, the multiplayer options is it's literally never-ending. You know, online multiplayer, it doesn't have an end, so you have people just sinking time into these games. Like, God, I've probably sunk oh, over 100 hours into Overwatch, but you know, there's no storyline. It doesn't matter. I'm never going to beat the game. Yeah. I just play it all the time because it's a fun multiplayer and it, it kills my time when I have an hour or two or before I go to bed or something. It's it's a quick thing to do. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of games aren't quick like that. You know, you have to invest a couple hours because you walk in an open world game. It takes you, you know, 50 minutes to get to the next like thing over. And you're like, well, crap, I got to go to bed in 45 minutes. Yeah. I better stop here because this is a good stopping point. And who knows where I'm going to be in the next half hour. Like I could be in the middle of nothing and I'll come back to it and be like, where am I? Yeah, exactly. So I've yeah. realized, though, that like I've definitely have become more of a hardcore gamer and like gaming as much as possible, which is weird. You know, like all the free time that I have, like every time I'm on the couch, even if we're watching a movie, I'm trying to game like portably, you know, something. So I've realized like when I, not when I first started gaming, but like I was always a gamer that was, let me play this one game through, see it to the end. And if I would uh, diverge myself away from that game and play something else, it was hard for me to go back to that other game. Now I feel like I'm so acquainted with all different types of games and variations of games You're and like controller layouts. That, <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, the controller layout's a big thing, like, especially, like, going from, like, Huge. PlayStation to Nintendo Switch. Like, it, it's it's weird it's different oh, all the time i go from my xbox to my switch yeah. and i'm hitting the wrong button to go back or something like but what now, am i doing but now to me like it's not a problem anymore i'm just like yeah. fuck it this is how we do it now like it's so second nature to play all these different games at yeah. different times of my lives where you know we're about to go into the games that we played and like i've gone back to some really old games that i haven't touched in a year and i'm just like oh this is where i'm at and it helps with certain games that I'm playing, you know, that they have a good quest log where it's like, this is where you need to go next. You know, it's like, all right, cool. Thanks for helping me out on that. You know, but then there's other ones where it's just like, you can do whatever you want to like breath of the wild. And it's like, okay, that's cool. I can figure out how to jump slash and go to my menu to pick a new sword to equip, you know, like, there i just learned it within five seconds like cool 
I'm ready to play again. Yeah, I feel like you're right. There's So if I'm playing one system for an elongated period of time, like if I don't touch my Switch for like a week or two and I come back from my Xbox or whatever, I have a hard time like like rewiring my brain for like probably 10 minutes. Like, oh, wait, I hit the wrong thing to go back or yeah. I did the wrong thing. And then once I'm like realizing I'm back on Switch mode, then I'm fine. But it's... I think you're right with the it's easier to go back with the quest logs because there are so many games that I've played and I'll go back to it after, you know, months or a year and all of a sudden I'm like, where am I? What am I doing? I don't even know and I can't go find anything to help me, so I'm just gonna start a new file. And then here I am coming back to it later, like, you know, this the Why new did file. Yeah. What did I do? Yeah, like yeah. where am I? So these open world games, like you're saying, Breath of the Wild, it's like easier to keep track of where you are like i know when um for example i can think of one i haven't played it for months fallout 76 but i know if i were to go back onto it it would have a quest log and it would say this is what you were doing now i may not know where i am in the quest but this was the quest i'm doing but i could always select a new one and go from there and figure it out right so that's like so much easier with an open world, you know, quest style game like Borderlands mm-hmm. too. Like it's the same deal that you have your quest on the side. You have a quest on your, you know, uh, heads up display or something that says, here's what you were doing. Here's where you were. You know, here's the waypoint. You know, it's so much easier to get back into those rather than something where you're like, I have yeah, no honestly, idea. Like I get more confused playing that Pokemon ROM hack on the Game Boy Advance red chapter. Cause I'm like, I don't know where to go next. Like I've already gone to all the towns already have all the badges, but there's still more stuff that I need to do. And I'm just like, Oh yeah. Oh, Pokemon where, is such a hard to game next. to put down and get back into. I agree. It is. That I, especially oh if you're God. already at the end and you're like, what did I do last? You know, like the nice thing about the newer Pokemon games, like the actual, real pokemon games for game boy advance uh like leaf green and fire red when you turned it back on it would actually show you the past things that you did do you remember Uh, that that. yeah like that that should be something that all games like a recap yeah here's a 30 second recap you know or here's a minute recap of these are the last things you did and then it's just like cool awesome thank you for reminding me because the human mind is a very smart machine. It's one of the smartest machines, you know, in this world. But we need to have those triggers to be like, oh, yes, I do remember this. And then everything else falls back in line where it's just like, okay, now now I know where to go next. I feel like that would be an excellent option in a lot of games. And even like the option to go in and say, do you want reminders? Yes. Yes just or like no. Just like when you're on Netflix. Yeah. Skip Are you intro. still watching? skip intro yeah Yeah, all these things like there should be some sort of integrated thing now that would be great to like give you a recap because i have the world's worst memory so it doesn't matter if i Mm -hmm. played the game yesterday or three years ago i have no idea where i'm at yeah like um so to come back and be like okay let me look around let me try to remember oh yeah and it's like an hour later and i finally realized what quest i was on and i've wasted an hour now just you know bebopping around the town I remember like as a kid coming back to a, a Pokemon game and on my Game Boy and being like, I don't know where I was and had to start over because I was like frustrated 
And I needed to know, like, I needed to be able to play something that I knew what was going on. And internet really wasn't a thing back then. No, no. You were dialing up. Like, you were on Netscape back then. Yeah, I was just talking (laughs) about original internet and, like, how, you know, we were in this generation where internet didn't exist at one point while we were alive, which is crazy to think about. It's wild. Well, we also went through, well, I, I know, like, personally in my household... We went from records to tapes to CDs. Yes. And same. now we're at, you know, MP3s and streaming. Like, yeah. I lived through five different materials to get music yeah. in my house. Like, yes, not everybody had records still in 1991 when I was no, born. we had records. And I, I, we had this one turntable that was on top of, you know, the speaker or whatever. And then you could put records underneath it. Nice. But uh, I remember... Doing the whole DJ thing. Oh, dude, and you probably broke that pissed. needle. And, oh, yeah, my God. and I broke that needle. And my dad was super pissed because I probably did it to like a Led Zeppelin album. Oh, my God. That's awesome. You know? no, I never did that. Actually, I, I did do it to a Led Zeppelin album. Dude, I would have murdered you. Because I learned that you could play it backwards. And it was like, oh, sweet Satan. <laughs> he mocks them with sex, sex, sex. Oh, sweet Satan. And Did it, you actually hear it then? Yes. And, I and played, then he listened and I, to Dark Side of the Moon backwards. And I played it to my dad, and he was like, get that out of here. He was so pissed. But like literally, the, the needle broke. I now have that record player. Do you player, think that was Satan's it, doing? No. <laughs> the breaking of the needle. No, it was, Satan broke the needle on purpose. It was me scratching on it afterwards. Well, Satan told him to scratch it. Yeah. But uh, either way, yeah. yeah that's, that's, yeah. Record. I, record Record players are amazing. Oh, I so have I one now. Have yeah, re- yeah. I still have that original record player. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. I, I, it's such. It is te- technically outside of like coming from a musician. It is music in the purest form outside of listening to a live band because you have a needle physically scratching onto a record, creating vibrations and noise. So everything else, even tapes, it's it's digital. It's it's all like cds and and like it's on a on a tape like it's on the reel it's not touching a needle it's not creating a vibration so at that definitely is a, a lost art in a way but mm-hmm. it's it's come back but it was gone for a while so i'm glad to see it coming back around so what games have you guys played who's going first oh, you are tone yeah tony you sound very excited so and we haven't heard from you in a while Call of Duty. all right Call of Duty. Well, Call of Duty, Duty, of course, I played that. As some of you might know, Call of Duty had a massive update this week. We do not know, so tell us about it. So it was about 30 gigs of an update. Oh my God. Look how excited he looks. 30 gigs? How long did that take you to update? His pupils are Dude, not that long for me. I got that that super connection. Um, But anyway, tell us about it. It's, It's apparently the map for the Battle Royale mode. But it's not unlocked yet. And it gave a bunch of people issues. It erased some people's stats and stuff. Ooh. Blah, blah, blah. But, uh, not to you? No, I didn't have any adverse effects. Good. So I'm lucky. Uh, and Battle Royale is coming out in like 16 days. So it's, At least not counting or anything. Well, there's a countdown on Call of Duty. <laughs> nice. Um, but. You you look very happy and he's animated. About yeah, well, it's a really he's good game. It's, it's going to be the biggest game in the world Call when this Duty. battle royale comes out, if it's not already. You know, it's exciting. Just the amount of people that play it. It's going to take mm. over Fortnite. 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 That's what I call Fortnite. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, 
I sort of want to play it. I just don't want to pay for it. God, well, man. no, the Battle Royale is going to be free. Well, you have to buy the to game. Anyone? Yeah. What? No, Wait. I heard it's going to be free. Totally. No, no, you have to buy Call of you Duty, have though. To well, it's only like, no, no, no. What? Most Battle Royales are free, and then just the additional stuff, is, like Fortnite's free, and then there's additional in-game well, yeah, purchases. But so you'll be, like, you can only do Battle Royale for free. You know, does that make sense? Mm. That's why they waited so long to, uh, so they released it in, like, October. You know, they made all that money up until Christmas, and then Christmas they continued to make money. Everyone bought it, and now, you know, it's on the decline. Like, I think the price of the game is already close to 20 bucks or something. Yeah, I, I had predicted it would hit the $20 price point by February. Yeah, but they But they planned it like that, and now they're going to do the Battle Royale. Yeah. Dude, they are milking that thing, and smart on them. That is... That's it's not their first is, rodeo. No, definitely. no, It, but, like... That makes so much sense to make all of your money on the Christmas, you know, season, release this huge game that everybody already knows the, you know, the yeah. whole series. Yeah. The name is household name at this point. Yeah. And then buy it. And then everybody in two months is like, oh, I beat the campaign. I'm growing tired of the multiplayer. I'm going to go back to Madden. And then... Drop a battle royale for free. Well, there's a the new Madden too. Well, yeah, I know. I'm, okay. I'm just joking. <laughs> but like, you know, dropping a new battle royale and then making it free, so you have all these these kids who love battle royales. Well, that's yeah. the thing. Honestly, that's, battle royale has to be free because that's the only way it's going to compete with Fortnite, I PUBG, agree with you. I agree uh, with Apex. Yeah, yeah Apex, all whatever. of them. Yeah. But I think this, in my opinion, it's going to be the best one because I like the Call of Duty style of play the best i mean it could it could very well just totally overshadow those yes they started this free uh, um like battle royale trend but this game that has been doing it consistently for years and and are you know very seasoned at this could just totally overshadow it and you know we would see the death of Fortnite and all these other ones honestly (sighs) do you i'm not a big Fortnite fan i I didn't like it neither am i but like I always always feel like it's good to have different variations of the same genre of game. Nah, let Infinity Ward have it. They deserve it. <laughs> so, <laughs> do you that's think? My piece. Do you think Call of Duty will be a hundred people playing at the same time for Battle Probably. Royale? Probably. Or do you think that they'll do two hundred? I don't know. We'll see. I, I don't mean, know. Battle Royale essentially is one man for themselves, right? right. Well, there's different. Well, you can you team could do up teams. Too. Yeah. yeah, you could do Battle Royale is you get dropped off, you got to get your shit, and then people, everyone eventually meets together and, you know, last, you guys, last player alive wins. Do you guys know, like, where the whole Battle Royale thing actually originated from? I don't know, ancient Greece, probably. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the ancient I mean, the Greece Romans, actually, games. maybe actually yeah, in the Coliseum they put that big screen down. No, 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 no. It actually comes from like a, a nineteen, I want to say like late eighties Japanese film called Battle Royale. Well, it definitely doesn't come from there. I'm telling you. Actually, it does. But like, the, actually, it does. Whoa, 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 the movie, whoa, whoa. the movie Battle Royale. Check this movie Battle Royale in Japan. Amazing fucking film, insane, super scary. Highly recommend it to everyone. But uh, it's this school. It's this classmates of of school children, you know, that are like they're seniors, high school kids. They get gassed on a bus, right? And Don't, they got to fight to the death. And they got to fight to their death okay. on an island. Yeah. Yeah. And one. Yeah. And only one can survive. Other, okay, but that's have, not that's uh, not where the idea of battle royale okay. came from. And yes, there's it is. no disputing. Yes, it is. Okay, stop. 
Pause. Because <laughs> I have the Wikipedia article okay, right Let me here. just say something real quick. There's no way in hell you're right. Okay. I agree. <laughs> Bitch, I am going to punch you in the face right now. Okay. Uh, Tell me, Kelly. I, I was going to say, I don't know who I'm putting my money on. Boomer, probably. Um, there, I agree with Tony in the fact that there is no way that Battle Royale originated... In 1980s. It, but, That's ridiculous. But pause in the fact that, like... Yes, you could have ter- like coined the term Battle Royale in the 80s. However, the style has been around since war times, you know, forever because it was always last man standing wins kind of thing. Like yes. So, if you're fighting a battle and everybody else is dead and you're alive, <laughs> hello, you've won that battle. So, the the stance of last man standing has always been around, but I don't know if the Term every, every battle person, royale was every person for themselves though all right, I'll look it up. isn't a, a country well, like thing countries are you know well that's what one we're saying country versus the other battle royale isn't always one versus everybody it can be groups Originally, it yeah. is, okay but here i have battle royales yeah, wikipedia it, um it, in the japanese i'm gonna murder it is batu royale I mean, that sounds like Battle Royale. I tried. <laughs> it says it's made in 2000. It might be. It might be 90s, 2000. Yeah. Uh, so you were 20 years off. Um, and it says it's a dystopian thriller film mm-hmm. directed by Kinju Fushaku. Mm-hmm. And the screenplay is written by Kenta Fushaku. Mm-hmm. Based on the 1999 novel by Koshin Takami. Mm-hmm. S- starring Tatsui. Uh, you know, I'm not doing that. Yep. Um, but still... 2000 to coin that term it still seems very late for well me. okay so from uh marion webster's website you know Ooh, the dictionary oh people, the dictionary yeah the first known use of battle royale <laughs> just take a guess let's see who gets closer 1615 bo uh 1980 <laughs> no, no 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 it was 2000 the first coin of battle royale first time used uh the 1200s no, it was 1671. Oh, my God. So wow. about about roughly, I don't know, 300 years before 1980. <laughs> anyway, let's move on to the next thing I played. <laughs> Either I, way. You I played can... Goat Simulator. No, no. Yes, you guys no! ever played that? Dude, you picked it up. Thank you. Yeah, no, it's free on PlayStation. Right, this no, mo- we this talked month. about that. Yeah, and I said it. I like Goat Simulator, and then we said it was free, so you finally played and it. And then I looked for it. You know, the next day, and I realized my PlayStation subscription was over. Mm. <laughs> and so, they have PlayStation now has a thing just like Xbox is doing. The ultimate the Game Pass now. kind of thing. PlayStation Pass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's not so included, anyway, though, right? No, well, they have a free trial right now. Oh. So you can try that for free, play when you know, play the games. Yeah. But mm-hmm. anyway, I played the Goat Simulator. Pretty good awesome. about it. Thoughts? It was a pretty good game. I just like roamed around. I didn't do any of the missions really. You're a goat, right? Yeah, with yes. your fucking tongue hanging out. It's oh ridiculous. Oh my god, it's awesome. And you and just like whip that thing around. Mentally deficient good. Yeah, so you can like latch onto stuff. I I went with to this tongue? Yes. Yeah, oh. I went to this like baseball court and I got yes. the fucking thing on my back, the pitching machine on my back. And you can go around and shoot people with it and stuff. Oh, that's Dude, cool. This game is fantastic. It is. At, it, it's basically it's so uh good. Grand Theft Auto Goats. Okay. Uh, but then, like, it has a hint of, like, now we have Goose Game to compare it to. Like, you have the Ultimate Goose Game. It's kind of like the same thing. You have missions, but you can also just, like, dick around for yeah, exactly. however long you want. Yeah. It's super fun. Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. That, in my yeah, yeah. That's yeah, it. also, like, I've watched some video gameplay of Goat Simulator, and it sort of looked like Tony Hawk, too. 
Like maybe where, graphically. But well, it's no, not, like uh, like where you like rack up points depending yeah, yeah. on like the Combos falls or whatever. Stuff. Yes, yeah. yes, you do. you do. Which yeah, it's good. I feel like you know I would get tired of it quick. I only played it maybe forty five yeah. minutes. Well, it's and, not something you play for a long term. Um, I think it's more like a party fun game. Well, yeah, just and mess the same. So I had it originally uh, back after I graduated college and I moved back here. I had like you know just kind of discovered steam in a way like i had it in college but i didn't really you know do anything with it but then i started downloading some games on my my computer and then you know that was one of them it was cheap you know it was probably like a two buck game at that time on a steam sale downloaded it because i was like uh what is this and then ended up just like every once in a while i'd pop it on for like an hour just like be a goat and do stupid stuff and then be done and be like okay i don't need to touch this for another couple of months and then come back to it like yeah it's not something you need to invest time into but it no. is a fun little it's way to break up your day it's decent break That's up yeah. your uh call of duty yeah days. break up the monotony of call of duty <laughs> yes. so he's gonna try to like bring the goat into it's call not of fun duty. to win every game you know sometimes you gotta take <laughs> oh, <wow>. a break <laughs> <laughs> uh oh. but anyway i played sniper elite four also which was a free game a while ago, and uh, I, I couldn't get into it, you know, especially after playing Call of Duty. It was pretty slow, and the controls for it were just not very good. The I'm not much of controller a controller layout. I'm not much of a and sniper you player. Yeah, neither am I. So I like the like to be in like the action. I wouldn't want to sit and wait around for things. I so. totally agree. But in this game, you can like snipe people, and you can see like oh, it penetrated their right lung, and oh it my does God. like X-ray yeah. thing. That's actually Joey ridiculous. Joey. Jojo Shabadoo. Yeah. He, uh, shout out to you, even though he probably doesn't listen. Uh, he had a great video of him shooting a bunch of people's testicles in slow motion. No. Because it shows it, it the insides. Yeah. It, it's That's a picture amazing. of like the, the Switch cartridge. And then you got to scroll over to see the video and it's just slow motion of all these oh, testicles man. being penetrated by bullets. So it, I like that kind of slow motion yeah, it's stuff cool. that they do. Like you make the shot and then it'll like slow motion. Oh, you shot the rope, the crate fell, smash the guy or something. Oh, that's you cool. know, it's, it's like a Rube Goldberg machine except with yeah. a gun. Yeah. Interesting. But with violent death. You know. <laughs> Lots of blood. Yeah. Okay. Rube cool. Goldberg X violent death. <laughs> so back to Battle Royale. <laughs> no, I don't want to talk about Battle Royale. What have you guys been playing <laughs> There's I, nothing left to say. I just want to ask one question to okay. you. Battle Royale, Call of Duty. Right. What if you keep getting out as the 99th player? What do you mean? What? Like, like you are the like first one to eliminate? die. Yeah. That's never gonna happen to me. Yeah, dude. <laughs> what if it does though? Like five times in a it's row. It's like Tetris 99. Play? When we talked yeah, about that. Yeah, I'd be upset. You're gonna keep. Playing? But I'm pretty good at Call of Duty, so. All right. All right. He's gonna stick. I don't know. It. What if it happened to you? How would you feel? Anyone can answer that question for themselves. What if you lost five times in a row at a game? What would you do? That's Think about it long and that's hard. That's why I don't play battle your royales. Next Instagram post. Yeah, that's why I don't play battle royales because yeah. I get into a new game and all of a sudden I'm out within freaking three rounds. So that's the thing. Most battle royales people have been playing for a long time, so they're right. really good at it, and it's hard to get good. But now yeah. I've been playing Call of Duty, you know, yes. religiously. So okay. I'm gonna yes. be very. Pretty good at Call of Duty. I'm okay at Battle Royales. I can hold my own. I I, I can it. see that being a Battle Royale that I could play. Like Apex, I could play 
because, well, I played with some friends and then I could play because it was basically just a shooter. Like yeah. Fortnite, I couldn't get the concept of like, why am I building things? Yeah, the building Like, is why stupid. do I need to do this? Yeah. So I didn't, I, and I actually haven't played, I personally haven't played PUBG, but Scott has. So I like watched him play PUBG for like a long time when it was just on PC and it was like just in the beginning stages. But I could see myself playing the Call of Duty Battle Royale because I know how to play Call of Duty exactly, and I understand yeah. the mechanics. And I think that's where a lot of people might find it interesting or find be more drawn to it than some of the other ones where you have to, you know, basically learn a whole new game and then get thrown in with 100 people and 99 people have been playing it for more than two minutes. So have you ever played a, just because you asked this question, have you ever played a first person shooter and thought about losing? No. Every time you play the game you think i'm gonna win right well yeah i mean you yeah. i'm gonna think i want to win i'm not gonna think i am going well to you're win. gonna try your hardest to win yes yeah i never i never purposely lose a video yeah, exactly. game regardless of what it is so so it, i don't know what's gonna happen if i lose five games in a row but i'm telling you it's controller unlikely it'll happen. through the television <laughs> <laughs> yeah calling yeah, it now much, yeah. calling it now we're gonna get a call <laughs> And he's going to need Oh, you guys TV. want to go to Best Buy and go TV shopping? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. No, I think that'll be interesting, though, to see that come out and see what people do with it. I want to, like, just get it so that I can, like, go after Tony. <laughs> so you can get good. <laughs> Dude, I'm too fast for you. He's got that perk. Yeah. Stealth and uh, what's it called? Avoid bow. <laughs> <laughs> the avoid bow perk. Avoid bow 5,000. Yeah. Oh, boy. All right, so I've been playing some games. I uh, no. played any BR games. That's Battle Royale for those no. of you who aren't up to date on uh, the lingo. <laughs> At first, I thought you said VR, and I'm like, that's a legit question. <laughs> then yeah. I realized you said BR. All right. Now I'm just trolling. Yeah, you are. <laughs> you sound like a Fortnite player right now. Yeah, he's actually over here flossing it as we speak. You should stream, Tony. I probably <laughs> actually watch streams then if you're if you were streaming just like so Dude, I'm thinking fucking about talk doing shit it. on it. No, yeah, we were just talking about it. Were you? Yeah. yeah. Bef- well, you were downstairs. Pooping. I was asking Kelly about capture cards. Yeah. You were downstairs evacuating your bowels and clips, we were having dude. a conversation about <laughs> capture cards. <laughs> All right, either way. Uh I started playing Breath of the Wild. I had a night off for once and it was nice kicking it in the kiosk room playing it on the wii u and it's one of those games that like we were talking about earlier that i could go back to and just be like cool there's a mountain in front of me let me climb that let me see how high i can climb you know really there's no rhyme or reason with that video game it's just like i think there's four dungeons and i haven't even gone to one yet in the game so i can essentially do anything right now that game is it's so insane. limitless it is so good it's it is so freaking good it is so limitless that you can do whatever the hell you want and still do nothing in the game yes it's ridiculous and it takes forever to get anywhere oh and i it, love it but i fucking love it yeah so i was playing that for a while um mainly because wifey was like pissed off at me for some reason so she was in the room that we're in right now the main game room or living room and uh i was in the kiosk room next door and i had my legs kicked up i have a couch in there now you know i got like a little lounge for my legs and it felt great i was just like this is amazing and then she wanted me to come back over 
you know, we made up. So I came back over to the main game room, and I was like, can I play something else? She's like, sure. So I popped in Red Dead Redemption, which I, I have been playing. Again, even though Tony screwed up my save, I'm a very negative person in that game. <laughs> Everyone hates me. They're like, why are you in my town, boy? It's like, this town ain't big enough for yeah, two Yeah, I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It was my friend that was playing as me, but okay. <laughs> oh, and they're like, oh, okay, yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, no yeah. problem, man. I forgive you. <laughs> <laughs> Happens all the time. And they, like, they like holster their pistols so and either, their spurs clink yeah. away. <laughs> so either way, with Red Dead, I... Uh, you know, it tells you from point A to point B, like, oh, maybe you should go this pathway. This is, like, the route that you should go. But you're like, well, actually, I could go this way where the route's not taking me, which looks way more direct. So I started doing that, and I get to this, like, mountainside. I'm like, oh, I can't even ride my horse down here. So I, I get off the horse. I'm walking the small path on this mountain. And eventually I have to, like, jump from, like, mountain cliff to mountain cliff. Wait, so pause. You're telling me you took your horse to the old town road and rode till you couldn't no more? Yes, pretty much, (laughs) yes. And I got off the horse, and I was like, let me just try to traverse this. The whole time, Arthur, the main character of Red Dead, is hacking up lungs. He got the TB. Yeah, he is is dying hard. Like, wherever I go in town... They're like, oh, you look like shit. Is it like, is it like Pokemon? Like when your Pokemon is poisoned and your screen is flashing rapidly? No, not exactly. No. But it does flash warnings. It's like, oh, you are sick. You may need to rest more. You may need more yeah. food. Yeah. So it's, it's like, like Oregon Trail. Or you can't eat right now. Or like, so yeah. Sick. Or like I'm eating to try to recover health, and it's like, oh, you're sick as fuck. You can't mm. eat more yeah, than exactly what, what you've already mm-hmm. eaten. And it it's gets like, really oh, okay. Bad. Yeah. It's like, mm-hmm. cool. This game's fun. But either way, I'm trying to, like, traverse this mountain, just trying to get from point A to point B faster than I would if I went the actual pathway that the game told me to go. And sure enough, I, like, almost kill Arthur because I'm trying to climb a mountain like I am as Link in Breath of the Wild and literally, like, fall. Like, Arthur is sliding down a mountain, and I'm like, fuck me. You had no stamina. No stamina. There's no there's no Link Well, the in mechanics it. Yeah. of it are way different. Way different. But it's wild, like, going from point A game to point B game and being like, shit, it's not the same. Even though it's open world, you can do anything, you really cannot do everything, like... The Nintendo Dude, you game. can par- you can hardly walk up a steep hill in Red Dead. Uh, tell Honestly. me about it. Yeah, it sucks, especially when you're sick. Yeah, yeah. Well, so, you got yeah, all that shit, crap in your lungs. Happening. Uh, I'm I'm loving it. I'm going back to Red Dead. I'm, I plan on beating it this year. Are you gonna play the online at all? No, I don't think so. I'm I'm just not much of an online player. Like I think what will get me into online is to like just like play with you, Tony, and like you get know, your ass whooped. Either fuck with you, which I'm guessing I'm gonna just fuck with you since you're talking shit, or actually be. Dude, I'm just getting you fired up. Yeah. Well, Well, that's what he's gonna do when you're in game. He's just gonna get you fired up. Essentially, what I need to do with the PlayStation and the Switch is buy uh, space for it. So, like, I I need an external hard drive for the PlayStation so I can download more games. The Switch, you can just insert a SD, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, I just learned about that. Uh, I thought it had to be, like, a special proprietary. Mm -mm. That's the right word. Okay. That's the card. (laughs) Sound like it came out of my mouth wrong. (laughs) And it took me forever. Like, I had, like, this small little four gigabyte 
uh, micro SD card. I'm like, where do I put this? Sure enough, it's under the kickstand yep. of oh, the yeah. Switch. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah. I, I mean, I didn't look uh, look it up or anything. I'm just like looking all over, and yeah. it's dark in my room. I'm like, uh, where do I put this? Finally figured it out, and it's like, you need five gigabytes to download this game. Yeah. I'm like, well, well this now card doesn't can, even matter anymore. You can get like 250 gig ones yeah, for like yeah. seven bucks. No, not, not that seven cheap. bucks, but you can get Less them pretty than 20, cheap. Probably. Uh, yeah, yeah. I so mean, I plan on doing that. Yeah, it's pretty easy to get external hard drives and uh, storage upgrades for cheap, like cheaper or on sale now. Like there's often sales. Yeah. Like I would not ever pay full price because guaranteed in like two days it's going on a sale like yeah. you remember when a gigabyte on. was like a lot of storage oh, a God. lot of storage yeah like uh, you would get like a 256 megabyte uh, mp3 player or something like yes. 15 songs was like 100 songs, bucks yeah. oh my gosh yeah i remember like my ipod mini was like one gigabyte or something ridiculous you can get like terabyte storage stations that are like smaller than the original iPod. Oh my god! For like half the price, it's ridiculous. Oh. It's insane, dude. So cool I mean, though, you that you can do like, that. I'm about to talk about a game that I just beat on the Sega Saturn, and uh, the RAM storage on the Sega Saturn. You can get cartridges that have four megabytes of RAM, you know, or storage essentially, like as a cartridge that you put in the back of the Sega Saturn, which is ridiculous. So, yeah. With that said, I. Uh, I had a buddy over, Zerb, uh, Steven Zerb, who has been on the podcast before talking about comic books that he makes and video games that he plays. And he uh, he was interested in the Sega Saturn. He's owns a Sega CD and bought a Sega Dreamcast off me, but never played the Saturn. He was like, what's up with this? So I showed him a game or two and showed him uh, the game Paradise for Sega Saturn, which is a parody of shoot 'em up games. And it's insane. Like it eventually gets very crazy uh gameplay where it's just a bullet storm where there's not a safe place to be, you know, without dying over and over again. And luckily enough, like we had unlimited continues, which I didn't think was a thing. But we ended up beating the game. Um and it, turned out to be an amazing game i looked it up to talk about it on instagram and found a website that's called uh dispatch games and they are making the switch version for the game paradise actually uh it's up for pre-order right now i think 40 bucks for the game i ended up buying it for a hundred dollars with like the vinyl record three cd set oh posters i'm like why the fuck you did got I do sucked this? in on that i got sucked in in on it and it like the game itself is like less than an hour long game but it it's really <laughs> fun but i'm like why did i spend a hundred dollars i was okay drink- i was drinking okay but know? listen let me be devil's advocate because yeah. you know in a heartbeat if they did a re-release on the switch of dynamite cup yes. with oh, like some yeah. stupid pre-order bonus it's like a you know poster with you know shiny pictures and a record of the sounds of you killing people and yeah you know an actual baguette you know included oh my god if they had a baguette (laughs) even if it was like a plastic baguette yeah that you could yeah no i was talking like plastic you could like beat somebody over the head with yeah oh my god you know the both of us would be the first people on that goddamn website hitting buy now (laughs) with fervor you know what we should do kelly 
we should just contact them ourselves and be like, look, we really like your game. Can we make a limited <laughs> edition game for the Switch for Listen, this? I have a lot of ideas that you need to hear. And I don't care what you have to say, yeah. but you're going to hear them. Yeah, plastic baguettes for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. So if you'll be hearing from us soon. If Limited Run can do it, Precisely can do it, all right? Yeah. Let's, I, let's, I, let's do it. Yeah, let's do know, some research. Why the hell not? I don't think any of our listeners are going to steal this idea. <laughs> But I some of our listeners not. have been like, well, it seems like I need to buy Dynamite Cop. Now. Listen, I cannot talk about it enough. And yeah. I will never stop talking about I think about every episode we game. need to bring up Dynamite I Cop. I think we already do. <laughs> I don't I'm, I'm think make, we... I'm making I don't think we need to make a conscious effort. Ooh, I'd buy a t-shirt. I'm making a t-shirt. That's I'd just like... It's like, a, like not a meme, but like more like a, a mathematical equation where it's like a piece of Dynamite plus... Like a cop symbol, like a badge or something. I don't no, know. No, no, I was gonna. I was that thinking could be like really offensive. No, no, I was thinking uh, yeah, like okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was. <laughs> no, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> Probably wouldn't do that in 2020. No, no, no. You'd have some. some it's a Sega game. It's a Sega game. I promise. <laughs> you would have some blue lines coming at you. Um, no, I was thinking like I Heart New York or whatever, but instead of that, like I Heart Dynamite Cup. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like super, super simple, but playing off of that. That was my thought when you said I'm making t-shirts. Yeah, if anyone's uh, proficient with uh, Photoshop, or not even proficient, but like has like capabilities to clip art. If anyone is at least subpar. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> I think a subpar shirt would actually look cool when it comes to Dynamite Cop. Like, because the graphics are yeah. subpar. Send us your ideas. Matt, Matt at Matt's Video Game Corner. Specifically you. Yes. Uh Get on that out. shit. Yeah, get on Dynamite Cop. For Gosh. Sure. Why do we have to keep asking? <laughs> I feel like I shouldn't have to say this every time. I feel like you guys should know. You should all be playing it yes. and be re- like coming back with Please. all of this this information and this influx of how much you love it and, and thankfulness that we've brought it up literally every episode since I've been here. <laughs> yeah. Either way. Uh, yeah. Dynamite Cop. <laughs> I also started playing Symphony of the Night, which I'm really excited to own on the PlayStation 1. Uh, I just bought it after a nice sale of things and raffles that I've done. I was like, I'm going to splurge and buy a good copy of it. It was a pretty penny for a PlayStation 1 game. Uh, you're welcome. I helped contribute to that. Yes, thanks. You're welcome. Yep, thank yeah, you. No problem. Um, so either way, great game. Got my ass beat last night hardcore by some demons and devils and and witches and all that but really gonna enjoy that game i know i have a feeling that i will so already loving it but haven't played it enough to really talk about it kelly what have you been playing dude i haven't played much in the past two weeks um for uh many a reason which i can go into but um uh, the most recent thing I played was I've been playing the Lunar New Year event in Overwatch because I only really play this game consistently when there's an event because you can earn the skins like for that event. And then basically at this point, I've been playing the game so long, if there's not a limited edition skin that I can get for anything or like whatever, I don't have any interest in playing it for any period of time. Yeah. So I've just been doing that. Um, I've been busy between my actual job and then my store i've been like trying to 
like really rev it up because it's been doing well and I've been trying to put myself into that more which is leaving less time after work like I've been buying a lot of things and like cleaning and tagging and things like that and just a lot of forensic files on in the background and yeah <laughs> and it's just been that's been my like two weeks it's just like I come home from work and then I go do more work and then I go to bed but it doesn't feel like I'm doing more work at that point because I'm cleaning video games I'm testing video games or you know I'm cleaning toys and I'm looking up prices I'm learning different things about these items that I've found and you know a, so it doesn't feel like work for me but I've just been like really doing that and um, the other reason I haven't played much is because like you I had like pretty good couple months with my um, with my booth and like eBay sales and stuff like that so and claim sale stuff so I've been like I, I treated myself bought myself a new guitar for the first nice. time in 16 years bought myself a new amp a new little pedal board so I can make like cool noises stuff like that yeah i saw a video i think you posted last night yeah in your stories yeah i've just been like retraining my fingers and like i'm pretty sure i played it last night in bed while kayla was trying to sleep with Whoops. my volume completely up and she's like what the hell sorry kayla like, oh, sorry. <laughs> but uh yeah so it's it's been fun like getting back into that and i take you know, a couple days out of my week, like three days out of my week and play for like a half an hour, an hour. And that's cool. something that's, it's not video games, but it's relaxing. So it's, uh, yeah. it's been something I like a hobby that I'm getting back into. So a lot of that and a lot of work has put massive gaming quantities on the back burner. However, it is the weekend now, which opens up way more time and options for me to game, which I'm looking yeah, forward to. And honestly, I mean, video gaming shouldn't be everything in your life i mean honestly this is like the first time in a long time that i really haven't played game either every other day or every day yeah like because usually i'm playing something at some point and that's how i am call of duty is my life right now yeah and that's how tony (laughs) is with call of duty no way i had no idea did you know tony plays call of duty no Wow. Every day. Wow, this is shocking news. <laughs> Literally, Jaws six on the floor. days a week at least. Six days. I thought that's like minimum. Oh I thought god. he was addicted to like Animal Crossing or something. Oh my god! Can you just open that door? But can I just talk about how excited I am for Animal Crossing? I've been seeing a lot of stuff come out, like a lot of just like hints at pre-order bonuses, and I have been thinking about Animal Crossing. For like a solid week and just being super excited. I'm just gonna get it. Oh my god! Gonna it it's gonna be day one, and I'm gonna be so pumped. Like, I actually thought about earlier this week, just like bringing up like my 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 new leaf because I just wanted to play it, and I just didn't yet. It's been oh, so long. It feels like, but it's probably only been like a month. But it's oh, it's such a good game, and I can't wait for the new iteration just i'm literally so I'm looking, excited yeah i'm looking forward i to cannot even say into words what it is yeah oh just so pumped there's so many things that could happen and i just need a good relaxation game like that again it just needs a good revamp so i'm pumped yum you I, like that yeah i just cracked open a beer that kelly brought that's called rose goze which is an amazing name uh, reading it in a text, I was like, don't bring that shit over here. 
but uh, the print on it is amazing. It's a guy coming out of a saxophone horn, literally with a girl like humping him. No, it's, it's. Who is it? <laughs> Do you know what it is? I'm is not it? Say uh, it. I'm not gonna say it. Wait, is it? Tony said it. Is it Dirty Dancing? Hey, yes, yeah, it's like a right. Dirty Dancing kind of situation. They're literally coming out of a tenor saxophone, uh, like the bell of it, and then behind it, you've got slinking away is the Grim Reaper with a guitar. Yeah, it's dope. Yeah, I have no idea why, but that's what drove me to Pizza Boy. No, it's not. It's by Hoofhearted Brewing. I got it at Pizza Boy. Oh, okay. But uh, yeah, yeah, I saw the can and I was like, "What is this?" And then I saw it was (laughs) Rose Goze. Yeah, and it was so like I was like, "I'm hooked on the the can art, and now I'm hooked on the style." it is let's take a picture of this that's, that's, with that's a, a really well beer done can. i will it's uh yeah it, it also says hoof-hearted brewing rose goze and it says it's a feeling a heartbeat it has a uh, hibiscus in it it's just uh, mm. a 4.2 percent it's fucking good it's very it's pink like if you can see inside the can it's really got a pink hue yeah if you Oscar pour it Blues out. has a rose for days mm-hmm. and it's similar to that but it's definitely not as good There is a hibiscus kind of, I can't remember what style it is. It's not a sour, but it's from Crystal Ball Brewing down in York. Mm -hmm. And they have a hibiscus style. It's very good. And it's uh, also like that pink hue that this is. It's like a light style. So it's easy to drink. It's a very good beer in the summer. All right. So to end the podcast, this beer is great. Thank you, Kelly. Yeah, no problem. Congrats. You made a very good decision i know i yeah, make good beer I, choices i know damn well what i do and for some <laughs> reason appreciate it yeah, thanks for some reason i was like i don't want a sour as soon as Bo saw it he was, he was like up. it's like sushi i don't i don't, al- want I don't always <laughs> want it or whatever you said which was also offensive Sushi's what that i don't like, no but right. you, what you i have said to be in the mood what for i said or was yeah like i never what i said was sushi was invented in 1980 <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was the first time sushi was ever eaten <laughs> don't you know that <laughs> don't you know alright look if you watch Battle Royale it I looks do like a 90, 1980s film no right? I do want to watch it though now I'm I, surprised you've never seen it it's the best fucking film ever I want to watch it because I looked at the the like uh, it is so the Wikipedia article good. and stuff and I is do want to watch it is it better than two girls one cup oh yes. stop <laughs> take that out of here I don't want to yeah, hear that get out Ugh, get, god that's me. so 2006 of you you're so Call of Duty oh my god <laughs> alright either way this chat room is very sensitive. <laughs> chat roulette. Out Listen, of here. this, this lobby turn, is ridiculous. I'm gonna, right I'm now. gonna put on my away message right now because I don't want to hear it. <laughs> Brb. No, no, it's song lyrics, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> From Call, like dashboard confessional or something. Death right. cab for cutie. Yep, there it is. All right, either way. Sorry. Ocean Avenue, yellow card, three eleven. What? 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 That's the a band? band. Right. The yeah. band? Yeah. 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 What song? I wouldn't think oh. of them as a probably Amber. Okay. Wait. But yeah, yeah, Amber. Was... yeah. Yeah. All right, Tony. <laughs> what was your AIM? Your first? Your first screen name? Uh, I think it was um, Sunday X Rider because I was into BMX bikes and mm. that was a BMX brand. Like, like, how old were you at that point when you got that? Early teens. Yeah, I think. Um, I... seven, eight, eighth, sixth grade. 
Yeah, that's fair. I got mine when I was like 13, too. How about you, Bo? Uh, it's still my uh, eBay name, actually, Bo575. That's boring. <laughs> <laughs> what was that's that? That's boring. I'm surprised it wasn't Battle Royale 1980. <laughs> well, I'm surprised yours wasn't Call of Duty Lover XX. <laughs> uh, if we were in my house right now, I would throw Call of Duty Lover XD. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I didn't even get to share mine. Mine's <laughs> obviously the best out of all three of you. Yes, please tell us. Highway to kill. No, no. You weren't that clever back no, then? No, not that back then. Streamway to kill. No, no, no. <laughs> don't don't even put Kel in there. It was straight up emo Smurf. Really? Wow. Yeah. That was... That yeah, was, That's right. it was It was a yeah. hard time. So if we want to go back to like bad names, MySpace, my Ooh. MySpace name... Which is MySpace still around? It's around, but I I don't think it's the way share my name then. No, I don't I don't think that it's like you can still look at people's profiles. Yeah, probably. All I right. don't know because I don't, no, you can. I, I don't mm. even care. Mine was I sweater boy. That one sweater boy. Sweater boy. I like it. I used to wear these female sweaters back in the day. Oh uh, yeah, they I had like rhinestones or like they were just like. Really small fitting sweaters. I was a feminine kid. Yeah. Hmm. I had those tight jeans on. Oh, you shopped at like the American Goodwill, Eagle, the oh. Salvation Air Apostle. Okay. I used to wear the, those tight jeans. The cheapest places. I still I wear pretty at. tight jeans. Yeah. Yeah, but now it's like, no, I'm <laughs> not talking, skinny. No, like, I'm talking like skinny. Like dudes would go shop jeans. in American Eagle like girl section on purpose at that yeah. point. Oh my god. Put your hand down. That was Put me. your hand down, Tony. Your, that was me I'm ashamed for you. <laughs> I'm ashamed for all the Call of Duty people that play with you. Why, I'm gonna go I on. Win? I'm gonna go on your lobby, and I'm gonna be like, "This guy wears shame. girl jeans." Shame, shame, shame. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Before we end this podcast, let's uh, all say what a kill streak we would want to make as a developer for Call of Duty. If we could develop our own kill streak, what would it be? What's like a funny one that you would make? Kelly, you go first. No, I was gonna say you go first. This is your this is your ball game. All right. Well, I wanted I wanted it um to be uh, dildos that kill you. <laughs> like it rains dildos from the sky and they just dildos. pierce just through you. And then there's like dildos laying all over. Are, okay. I think that's are very Call sharp? of Duty. Are they sharp? No. Sharp enough to kill. No. If you drop a regular dildo from high enough, it'll kill somebody because Guaranteed. velocity. <laughs> So are you in like a helicopter? And they got to be like dildos? pink and purple. I like was going to ask, green. like, are they colored or are they flesh they toned? No, not fl- uh, maybe a couple. They're camouflage. Just actually. like a throw, like throwing a couple just for good measure. Yeah. But okay. I feel like that kind of fits the vibes of COD. All right. No. That's fair. I was thinking like more biblical for me and uh, doing Noah's Ark where. That's a good one. Where literally the whole map floods, and if you're not, if you don't run to this certain like area, or the winning like, team like gets to be on the arc yeah. and watch it flood. Mm. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I like that idea. Yeah. Well, I just thought of like the most violent thing I could think of that wasn't like already in Call of Duty, and I just thought of like a horde of geese because those suckers are terrifying, and they will kill <laughs> anything. <laughs> So that that was mine. Geese, Thanks. Just like a horde of geese descending <laughs> upon the map and just taking out the enemy team in like, some fashion. I like that idea also. So that was my kill streak. All right. Well, then 
part B to this question. How many kills to initiate this kill streak? Mm. And for just so you guys know, now you have to have um, 30 kills unassisted. So 30 kills only with guns to get a nuke. And the highest regular kill streak is 15, which is a juggernaut suit. So wait, so, uh, does it still start at like five or whatever? I think was? three. Three, yeah. Maybe even yeah. two if it's a... Two for a UAV. Well, yeah, but that's... No, it's four for a UAV. It's... Without hardline, then it's three. Anyway, so how many uh, kills would yours be? Uh, mine would be 69. Damn. 69 kills. That's impossible. That should be yours. Yeah, true. <laughs> it would be better fitting. 25, I would say. See, mine would be 69 because... That's unreasonable. Well, God is like, all right, you motherfuckers. One person is killing way too many times, and it's 69 kills. I'm flying this fucking earth right now. <laughs> He's at it with all of your collective bullshit, yeah. and he just had to pick, you know, yeah, God's favorite rain. number. He rains real hard. Yeah. And, like, the, the closer you get to 69 kills, like, so you're at, like, 60, it starts raining a little bit. It's like, you, you like, see these drops of water, you're like, oh, fuck, someone's about to get That's to 69 good. kills, you know? No, I was it gonna th- it I was... keeps raining harder and harder, like, the closer you get. So like, 68 is, like, downpour. You can hardly see people. And then 69 is just like, you're all fucking dead. I was thinking, Wash like, you could have a, a meter at the bottom where it's, like, the water and the arc is on it, and then it could be, like, slowly, like, <laughs> filling up <laughs> as you get more kills, and then it oh drains back gosh. down <laughs> when you lose your kill streak. This is getting out of it's hand. It's not even Call of Duty anymore. It's like, how <laughs> to survive Noah's Ark. <laughs> yeah. Might as well make it. Two by game. two, everybody. Yeah. Get on that shit. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, I don't know. Mine would probably be, like... I would say, I was going to say like 20 because I don't know. Geese are lawless. They can show up whatever they want. 20 is reasonable. I don't know. The geese could do, you could call it at 20, but the geese show up at a random point in time because they don't give a single fuck. What if there's not a kill streak with the geese or birds or whatever? Oh yeah. What if they, you just Just kill and they just show up whenever you could kill on three and the geese could show up or you can kill on 45 or it's like every team member gets two kills before they die. What? Brings the geese. Mm. Yeah. All right. No, uh, what about this one, though? It's too hard to All coordinate. Right. Just, wait, 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 wait. No, no one more, one more. Because right. this would be fun. What about the floor is lava kill streak? Where mm. you have to, like, climb to a higher ground. Only enemy team? Or what? Like, how does it work? Well, mm. it would have to be because none of the other kill streaks affect you and, and your team, yeah, unless, right? Unless, unless you're it's playing hardcore. hardcore. Yeah. Well, yeah. So, but I mean, just like in general, like, play. It, so, it's, floor is lava. It's like you got three seconds to get to higher ground once it hits. So, basically, kind of what you said, but except with water, lava. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. Real original. All right, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Just here to bring it all down. Well, that's what I like do. It's like a flood, except it's lava. <laughs> except it's lava. <laughs> it's like a flood, but it's hot. Uh, you motherfuckers. <laughs> Listen, I, I'm just here to bring you down consistently. That all is right. my role, apparently. So instead of all this. <laughs> oh okay, so it's going to be ice this time. <laughs> I was thinking lightning. <laughs> Guys, a random natural disaster every time. Earthquakes, yeah. lava, lightning, All right. typhoons. Well, why stop there? At least I didn't fucking say geese. 
Excuse me, geese are terrifying. Have you encountered a goose recently? Not recently. Exactly. You don't want to. Steer away. They're they're harder now than they were oh, 10 God. years ago. And 10 years ago, they were hard. They're always hard. All right. Thank you guys for listening to Precisely Podcast. Shout out to Nintendo Rose for winning uh, the Sega Saturn controller. Thank you guys for all sending in codes. Uh, keep listening and tell a friend about us. We have shirts and hoodies on eBay. Just search up Precisely Podcasts. And like and subscribe if you haven't already. We love you all. We out. We out. We out.